Greetings and welcome to another edition of Digging It with Derek Ritchie. So glad you're with us for another volleyball podcast where we go all over the realm of the sport of volleyball, some beach volleyball, college, high school, club, and uh, uh, we've got a lot of things to get to. We're going to talk to our first time. We're, we're going to talk to players during the podcast after we talk to a head coach. We're going to go to ULM in just a minute and talk to one of the hottest uh, beach programs out there, uh, Coach Hobson, Michael Hobson, and his ULM uh, beach team 8-0 to start the season. Then we're going to go to Thibodeau, Louisiana, and go to the club scene where Cooey Fletcher, a former player from Nichols, now is a club director at Thibodeau Regional, where they have developed an unbelievable club team. Rise is the name of their club, and so many teams and so much to talk to uh, about with with coach Cooey and um again we'll talk about um the news of volleyball throughout the week and again uh, tragedy has hit the very tight-knit volleyball community we'll talk a little bit about um coach Celie Ulm uh, who passed away this week and uh, many people remember her in such fond fond memories uh, we talked to her last year uh, and we're going to play that interview later in the show but as we do each and every podcast we're going to start with some local club winners and we're going to start with the raging cajun classic this past weekend and the cajun elite team was on fire the 12s 15s 16s and 17s all won there's coach whalen and his cajun elite 16s a first place winner a tremendous team and a tremendous job they've now moved into the second place in the regional bayou region uh, standings after that excellent win, beating a couple of Bayou area teams. The 17s also, it's Coach Terry's team, but that's Coach Jonathan. A lot of people know him. He's been coaching for so long and uh, coaches a couple different teams with Cajun Elite. This past weekend, he coached the 17s to a first-place victory at the Raging Cajun Classic. There's Coach Terry Bear's daughter, Izzy, smiling away, lower left, and uh, great job by that team as well. We'll keep it with the Raging Cajun Classic, but we'll switch clubs. There's the WD-14's blue team. Uh, excellent job at the Raging Cajun Classic, winning first again. Uh, Coach Tullis there uh, on the far right. Ainsley's doing a great job. What a terrific job as a player, now as a coach. She keeps popping up on this uh, podcast quite a bit with first place teams and then Thibodeau regional rise the coach that we'll have on as a guest she's in the far left her 18 she pulled a couple of players up from the 16s um and they did tremendous uh, ma on the upper right there far right big outside from berwick high school and then in the middle from ed white uh, right in the middle there's olivia Bason. Excellent libero. We're going to talk to Coach Cooey later on in the show about not only this team, but the club rise. But we will start off this week's edition of Digging It with Beach Volleyball. And as promised, we are headed to the University of Louisiana Monroe, and we're bringing in head coach Michael Hobson, who's got his team off to an unbelievable start. Back-to-back -back sweeps and tournaments, 8-0 start. Coach Hobson, welcome to the program, and congratulations on an excellent start to the season. Thank you, thank you. Let's talk about, first of all, when we bring on a guest, before we get to your team and your accomplishments this year, we want to know the background. We want to know how that volleyball bug started. I know you are a Pennsylvania native. Uh, by the way, I graduated high school and college in Pennsylvania, too. I just thought I'd drop that on you. I know you graduated from Penn State. I graduated from Clarion, just down the I-80 from you, a little bit west of you. But let me ask you, how did this volleyball thing hit you both as a player and as a coach? Yeah, so as you know, if you went to Clarion, I grew up right up near Erie, PA. Um, yes. And boys volleyball is very, very big up there. Um, so it became a family sport up there. Um, and I was started at a very young age, um, went through high school, then got into the college scene, went to Penn State Barron for a couple of years, ended up having a career ending injury. Um, and then I was brought on to the Penn State men's team down in State College, PA, uh, as an undergraduate coach. Um, so that's kind of where I got my coaching start. And then from there, bounced around the country quite a bit, went to Missouri at Northwest Missouri State as a graduate assistant, went back to Pennsylvania to Bucknell University 
uh, down to Texas Tech, up to Seattle U, and now I find myself here at ULM. And in between there somewhere, I started coaching uh, Paralympic volleyball as well with Team USA during the 2016 Rio Quad. That's awesome. What a, what a great background in coaching and playing. I want to go back and take me back to Penn State. You were the technical director, and mm -hmm. um, I believe you, you, you made two Final Four trips. Tell me about that and, and kind of the statistics and the video analysis that you kind of brought in and helped the Mitten Lions to, again, Final Four trips twice. Yeah, it was quite an experience. And um, one of my greatest mentors is still the Penn State men's head coach, uh, Mark Pavlik. Talked to him pretty much weekly. Um, they're having a terrific season, too. Uh, they're out in Hawaii right now. So they're they're enjoying the beach uh, for the indoor game. But uh, when I was there, they, they really brought me on, taught me how to do some scouting. Uh, I was doing a lot of film analysis um, and just breaking down the film of what technique was being used and how that could translate into our game and how we could actually predict what was going to happen in the game because of the different scenarios that we could present. Um, so that's kind of how I got my real technical start in coaching volleyball. And I'm sure if you uh, ask any of our players, I I'm pretty technical and I, I love to do some film review every once in a while. So that still runs true in my blood. That was my follow-up question. Do you still implement those techniques and the video breakdowns and the analysis? How do you continue to do that? And how do you do it today at ULM? Yeah, uh, we use a program called Huddle here. Um, but there are so many different ways that you can watch film. Um, it's not just watching it to be uh, critical of yourself, but watching it to be um, to see what you're doing well. And then also watching opponents see what they're doing well, what they're what they're lacking on and how can we set up our game better. So the preparation part for me is a really, really big part of our game and how we actually compete in matches. So when we're competing in a match that didn't start at that first point, it started a week or two before then when we're watching film and practicing and getting into those scenarios ourselves. Excellent breakdown. Two years at Seattle U and then in February of 2022, you come to ULM. Tell us about that move, how it came about. And I know you're the head beach coach, but you're also still working with the indoor team as well. Yeah. So it was a long drive. That's what I can tell you about the move. Um, <laughs> no, it was a, uh, it was a great move for me personally, because I wanted to get some head coaching uh, under my belt. And uh, the, the head coach at the time, Charlie Olson, he brought me in uh, as, a, as a representative of him in the indoor game. And then he was also giving me some control of the beach game. Um, and since then, we've actually decided we're going to be splitting our programs here at ULM. So I'm going to be solely focused on the beach as we are hiring for an indoor um, head coach right now. I'm still the interim for the head indoor job, but we're, we're, we're hopeful it's going to happen soon that uh, somebody's going to step in there and that we're going to have two completely different programs on the same track of always getting better. That's excellent. That's excellent. And good to know about the indoor situation as well. I know Nichols, another program kind of splitting things up as well. They just brought in a new head coach as well. Hey, let's talk about the start to the season. All right. You're eight and oh, basically you've won back-to-back uh, -back tournaments, Texas A&M, Kingsville. Um, uh, I mean, you, you beat teams like Utah in that tournament, right? So so out of these eight wins, I'm looking at six sweeps. So you're playing high-level beach volleyball to start the season. Tell me about that opening tournament and tell me what's been so successful for you for this great start. You know, I, I wish I could tell you it was all me and my coaching, but it, it's far, far from that. It, it's all our team. Our team's preparation has been absolutely phenomenal and the way they've bought into the systems and the, the true team atmosphere that we have right now, it, it is a family feel. And with that, they're able to push each other and practice every single day. And that, that first month and a half where we're just playing against each other, that was huge for us. And they always were pushing to make each other better there. So when we got to that first competition in Kingsville, uh, it, it was all on them, and they, they did a really great job. There's uh, two atmospheres that you can get with a beach tournament right now, and one of them's playing in two different ways, um, and the other one is playing five courts across. Um, at Kingsville, we were playing five courts across, so with only two coaches, there, there are courts that are having to coach themselves, and I feel like their preparation going into that match was 
just top of the top notch and we were able to get some really really good wins but it was it was all on them and how they progressed through that tournament it wasn't just we were competing at the same level over and over again it was they were always making themselves better with every touch they were making you follow up a 4-0 clean sweep tournament with another one at the Nichols Invitation you beat Local New Orleans teams like the host school, Nichols and Loyola, and a big win against UNO. Tell me about that second tournament um, just just recently, this this past week. Yeah. Um, as you know, volleyball in Louisiana is growing rapidly right now, and the beach game is skyrocketing. Actually, five of our eight tournaments for our regular season this year are in Louisiana, including our two home tournaments. So there are some really good volleyball teams here in Louisiana, and just just the same echoing thoughts of the first weekend is our preparation was unbelievable. And then we also had a really good team atmosphere at the Nichols tournament. We played in two different waves. So we had our team on the sidelines cheering. It, it was a really, really cool experience. Um, and it was a real change in our, our team environment in that we're, we're here to stay. We're, we're going we're gonna to make it to the top and we're going to stay at the top here. Such a beautiful facility there at Thibodeau Regional yeah. as well. Um, let me ask you about, let's talk about some of the players. My daughter trains at Coconut Beach with uh, with Joey Keener. I know Joey, one of his players, I know a couple of his players have headed your way, but most recently, Madeline Marquez, she's the freshman from Mandeville. And not only is she a part of your team, I think she's on net two. She's, she's immediately paying some dividends. Tell us a little bit about how Madeline has just kind of made that transformation right into your system as a freshman. Yeah, Madeline, she, she has a competitor's attitude no matter what situation you put her in. And you're actually going to get to speak with her partner here in a little bit, and she can kind of speak on it a little bit more. But um, with Madeline, her her willingness and ability to grow every single day is awesome. Um, her attitude coming into practice is she wants to get better. She wants to be the best. So putting her at flight two, it, it, was, it was an easy call for me just because of how – hard she's worked for and she continues to show that she deserves to be there um and it, it goes through our entire team it's not just madeline that sure. that willingness and push to to be at the top is is awesome so it, it's a good feeling that we have those types of players but it's an even better feeling knowing that our whole team is pushing each other Coach, I know the players that are on deck that we're going to speak to in just a minute, but I want you to introduce them before we let you go because I want you to give them the accolades and um, the great play that they've been uh, not only this year but um, throughout the throughout the years. Tell me a little bit about uh, who's coming up here on Digging It in just a couple minutes. Yeah, this is the part that excites me because I love when our athletes get the recognition. Um, and one of them we just spoke about, Rylan Adams, um, she has an unbelievable career indoor, and then she transferred over to the beach game with me last year. Um, she has come off to be an amazing beach athlete. Um, she she can the the sky is the limit for her. And honestly, if she wanted to go play pro right now, I think she could make it. Um, but with her accomplishments in the beach right now, they're ranked uh, fourth in the nation for their their pairing at flight two right now. And I, I can only see that growing with her and Marquez. Um, with Ryland, she, she is a true competitor. She loves to get out there. She loves to compete, but she really embodies the team feel. Um, so as, as, um, as she gets into the game, she's really looking for those strategic options. But when she steps off the court, man, I can really trust what she's saying and doing off the court. And she's just bringing the whole team together. Um, the other player that you're going to get to talk to is Julia, a local Louisiana kid. Um, she is someone that's been a part of this program for four years, and she's shown her success throughout all four years now. Um, she she deserves where she's at. She's ranked number two in the nation in her flight one pairing. Um, and I could go on and on about her accolades, but I, I don't know if you have a long enough show for that. <laughs> um, so I'm going to let her take those a little bit more. Uh, but with her, she 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 really has a really great knowledge for the game. Um, she sees the court in ways that no other players are seeing the court, and her shots are just so crispy, so crispy. Nice, nice. Well, that was an excellent introduction for them. But before we let you go, I want to give you the mic, kind of an open mic, if you would, because um, 
I want you to let people know about your program, what you're most proud of. Obviously, your enthusiasm for the sport, I can tell, is is infectious, and it's probably spread throughout the players. The video that we showed a little bit ago, a lot of smiles, a lot of energy, a lot of uh, upbeat attitude. Tell me what you want people to know about ULM Beach Volleyball right now and and your goals throughout the rest of the season, which has really just begun. Yeah, so what I'm most proud of is our student athletes. I, I will continue to echo that over and over again. Um, over the last two semesters that I've been here, we've had the highest overall GPA on campus at uh, 3.89. And one of those was during our season last year. Like these, these ladies are so intelligent. And not only that, but they're so hardworking. When we get in the gym, they are pushing each other, lifting uh, heavier weights, being able to run faster. And then we get into practice and you see the same things over and over again. But at the same time, you're seeing those smiles. We're, we're out there having some fun and we're, we're able to compete at a really high level doing it. So they make my job so easy. Um, where we're going in the future is we got another tournament that we're about to leave for here in a couple hours. Um, we're going over to University of Mary Harden Baylor, another opportunity for us to get better. Um, hopefully we come back 12 and 0 this week. Um, and then we continue that that success throughout this entire season. Uh, with this being the first year the Sun Belt is offering the sport as a conference, um, we expect to be in the top of the conference at the end of this, and we expect to uh, compete for that AQ bid uh, to get into the NCAA tournament. Um, and nothing's stopping us because we, we are solely focused on progressing every single day. I'll tell you, I didn't know too much about ULM before this interview, but I am a fan right now. Coach Hobson, I certainly appreciate it. Continued success. And let's, as you said, bring in those two players. A couple of great players from ULM. Julia Blazik on the right. Raise your hand, Julia, so we know. And Rylan Adams on the left, a grad student from Utah. So first of all, Welcome to the program. Let's start with Julia. Tell us a little bit about what this has been like, this awesome start to the season at 8-0. It's been so exciting. Um, it's something that we've been looking forward to training since we got to campus in August um, and then really getting even more excited when we got back after winter break and just we've been getting after it uh, for the past like month and a half. So working hard and being able to compete and play other teams has been so fun. Louisiana volleyball fans will recognize Julia from Turlings Catholic. Ryland comes from Utah. I want you to tell us, first of all, how you wound up here at ULM and how do you like it so far? Um, long story, but I ended up playing five years of indoor back in Utah at Weber State University. And then I was looking for somewhere where I could grow and develop as a player. But most importantly, I wanted to be surrounded by good people. And so when I began my recruiting process, I was talking to other teams and meeting other teams. And on my visit, I actually got a chance to talk to Julia and Kayla, some of the former players here at ULM. And that was my deciding factor of knowing that I wanted to come here and be here because not only were they amazing volleyball players, but they were great people on and off the court. And that's where I wanted to be. So I ended up here at ULM and I'm in my second season here. That's excellent. That's excellent. Tell me a little bit about the reason for success, you think? And I, and I know, you know, moving to the Sun Belt obviously has got to be exciting for you guys. And as Coach said, you guys are going to make a run for this whole thing and try to get that automatic bid into NCAAs. But tell me, is there a different feel this year? Or what, what in, in your opinion, has been the, the most noticeable, I guess, tangible part of this 8-0 start? I think the biggest factor for us has been what Michael has said is how we've competed with each other in practice every single day. It's been really nice to have Michael to ourselves, not necessarily sharing him with indoor, but he set up great practice plans that have helped us to improve at all facets of our game, but also has provided us with opportunities to compete every single day. And so the freshmen coming in have added a lot of depth to our team. And we get after it when we scrimmage, we push each other, we don't take it light on each other, we're going hard. But it's not like we have one pair that really blows anyone else out of the water. Like we're one to six, all up and down, we really push each other and compete. Ryan, we know your um, teammate is, uh, is Madeline Marquez. We've talked a little bit about her. Julia, tell me about your teammate. And coach said, you know, you guys are highly ranked as well. 
Yes, uh, my partner is Caitlin Nowak. She's a junior. And um, when we came back to school in the winter break or after winter break, um, Coach Michael told me that she and I were going to start practicing together. And that was our first time like we had ever even played together, even though she's been here for three years. And so we just kind of have been getting after it together uh, in practice. And it's tough. She has a difficult class schedule, so um, we don't always get a chance to practice together. So when we do, we really take advantage of that and lean on the coaching advice that Lauren and Michael can give us when we're together. And it's been great so far. So two tournaments so far, Kingsville, Texas, Thibodeau, Louisiana, at that beautiful complex at Thibodeau Regional. What has been the highlight of the season? Uh, I'll ask that to each of you, but uh, has there been a match? Has there been a play, a tournament? What has stood out to you so far uh, as a highlight to this young 2023 season? Um, I think for me, our match against UNL has really been a highlight. We were really looking forward to that match. We went back and forth with them a lot last season. And it came down to our ones pair, Julia and Caitlin, going to three sets. But my favorite part about that match was that our whole team was right behind them. We were cheering for them the whole entire third set and really pushing them. We had their backs. But... Um, we tried to not get so wrapped up in like the wins or specific wins, but taking every opportunity to get better. And so leaving last weekend on that note of beating UNO, beating Nichols, both two really good volleyball teams has really been a highlight for us. But we're looking forward and trying not to stay caught up in the past and things that happen because we have more strides that we need to make to get better. Yeah. Piggybacking off of Rylan, I'm also going to say uh, not necessarily the win against UNO, but just the feeling of playing that last game. Um, I just was so confident because of my teammates that like I knew as a team we were going to win that match. Like it wasn't I wasn't thinking like me and Caitlin, like we were going to win. I was just thinking like ULM, like just the having the support of all of them was so powerful and it was a really indescribable feeling. Really That's excellent. That and look, as a as a spectator watching beach volleyball as a fan. That's that's I love watching that. You know, when it comes down to that final match and both teams, the teammates kind of, you know, you know, line the sidelines and are cheering. That's when it's all that's when it's exciting. Right. The fans get into that VSN when we live stream matches. We've you know, we're fortunate to do um, Conference USA, a Sun, and CCSA tournaments last year in Huntsville. And when we saw that, man, I mean, it, the energy gets fired up. So you're about to leave for another tournament. Set me up. Give me the preview. What are you feeling? And um, tell me a little bit about the competition. Yeah, we're feeling excited for this weekend. Um, this weekend will mark the one third of our season that we've kind of split up with our season. And we're really looking for strides this weekend. It doesn't really matter who's on the other side of the net. We want to play our hardest and our smartest every time we get an opportunity to play. Let me ask you about what we talked about with Coach Michael Hobson at the beginning of the show about kind of his technical background and the analytics and the video. Have you guys studied your opponents this week? And is that like a, a routine that Coach goes, gets you guys in the film room like a football team and, you know, and like, <laughs> hey, let, you know, watch for this. This defender's going to do this. He's a split blocker. Watch her. How does that work? And how does he, you know, as a player, what's that like to have your coach that involved and thorough about the upcoming opponents? It is super helpful to have um, the access of Michael's knowledge and huddle um, because we can also look at film on ourselves and see what we need to improve on. So I have kind of done like a football, like you were saying, film session with the coaches before um, just to analyze like what I can get better at. And then as well as we do have film on our competition and I can see like and I talk with talk it over with uh, Caitlin and Coach Michael, like what we need to look out for and some strategies. Excellent. I guess on the way out, just what do you want people to know about ULM Beach Volleyball? <laughs> um, I think Ryle and I have talked about this, and I think it's just the fact that, you know, we're not going to get complacent and that we're going to keep working hard and um, as a team keep pushing each other. And, you know, we have a, a lot of the season left to still compete against some really great teams. And so, um we're just going to keep working hard and looking forward to those tournaments. I, love yeah, it. I think too, piggybacking off of what Julia said, um, I want people to know that we're working hard and that we're competing. 
that we're taking what we're doing very seriously. And we're very fortunate with the opportunity that we have to have Lauren and to have Michael and to have the girls that we have in this program. Um, we're taking the season kind of one day at a time, one weekend at a time, and really trying to make those strides so that we can go and compete in our conference championships. Almost one third down, two thirds to go. Ryland and Julia both, we certainly appreciate your time. Best of luck. And like I told Coach Michael, I'm a Warhawks fan now. I mean, mm -hmm. I love just talking to you guys. The enthusiasm is definitely evident and the success speaks for itself. Congratulations on a great start. Thanks again for being on the program. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for, for having us. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Best of luck. All right, let's take our first break here on Digging It. When we return, we head back to the club scene. We're going to join Cooey Fletcher, who's the club director at Thibodeau Regional Rise. And that's a great name for him because the last two years, that's exactly what they've done. They just continue to rise up. We'll take a break. Again, this show brought to you by... Farm Bureau St. John, St. Charles Parish, as well as the Sports Pub and Grill Industrian. I'm Eric Ritchie. We're back after this. Hi, I'm Chris Hogan with Farm Bureau. Real service, real people. Hi, I'm Andreas Hackman with Farm Bureau. I'd like to wish all the athletes in the River Parishes a safe 2022 season. Hi, I'm Robert Palmasano with Farm Bureau. We've been protecting families for over 75 years in the River Parishes. Your friends for life. Hi, I'm Aramie Malonson with Farm Bureau, Louisiana's insurance company for home, auto, and life. I'm Will Sermon with St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. We provide outstanding customer service. Our amazing staff and in-house claims adjusters assure that you'll be taken care of in your time of need. Real service, real people. Proudly serving Louisiana families for over 70 years. The Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads, too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport. The Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. Welcome back to Digging It with Eric Ritchie. It's time to go from beach volleyball to club volleyball. And for that, we head to Thibodeau, Louisiana, in particular, Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center, and bring in club director, Cooey Fletcher. Cooey, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. And man, that's a beautiful facility you have down there. What a job you have done with this program over the last two years. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful here. Um, our 12 sand, beach sand courts out there is awesome. The facilities here are awesome. We have so many tools here that offer our athletes to just kind of up their game, get to the next level, you know, as far as nutrition, our sports performance room. So Greg Stock, our CEO, has really, really set the foundation down for the athletes in the community and, you know, from all regions. No question. And we're going to get into specifics, Cooey, about all okay. that stuff, because all yeah. that stuff is is great. But the first thing I want to know about is you and how this whole volleyball thing started. And I know, but tell our listeners and our viewers how it all started in Hawaii. Right. OK, so, yes, I am a gym <laughs> rat. I, <laughs> I grew up in the gym. Both my aunts, uh, Sister Paula Kiko and Theopolikiko, my dad's two younger sisters, both played volleyball in high school and throughout college for University of Hawaii. And my dad played football for University of Hawaii. So I was always around the sport. Um, I, I feel like every kid in Hawaii grows up, you know, playing volleyball, either indoor or outdoor. So it's it's like instilled in me. It's, it's in my blood. It's who I am. I love the game. I have a passion for the game. And so I continued my uh, high school career at Waianae High School on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. And then from there, I transferred to uh, Long Beach, California. And then from Long Beach, California, I offered a full-ride scholarship here at Nicholas State University. So that's how I got here. It was a long uh, plane ride, but it was well worth it. I love it. I love that yeah. story. And I love the names of your aunts, too. Getting out, we call you Coach Cooey, but give us, pronounce your name, your full name. Kekui Okalani. That's, it means the foundation of heaven. That's my great grandmother's name. Kekui Okalani. Yeah. That is outstanding. I never heard you Thank say that. You. Thank you. Very good. Very good. All right. So you okay. come to Nichols. 
Uh-huh. Tell me about how that transfer from California to Thibodeau happened and how you wound up down here at Nichols. So um, I, from Hawaii, I transferred, uh, well, I walked on at Long Beach City College, which is a, it's a JUCO, you know, and I played for University of Hawaii A6 junior team under the direction of Charlie Wade and Dave Shoji, my aunt's uh, coaches. So they hooked me up with schools in California, ended up in Long Beach, California, played there for two years. Um, some of the girls were getting, uh, you know, scholarship offers or whatever. And my roommate actually had a offer to Nicholas State University. And, you know, we're, we're talking one day and she's like, you know, Kui, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm going to stay in California because I had offers in California, stay in California and some on the East Coast. And she's like, well, why don't you come to Louisiana? And I'm like, Louisiana? I don't know about that's kind of far whatever, whatever. She's like, they got Mardi Gras. They got all this kind of stuff. So anyways, a week later, I'm on a plane. She, well, she contacted the head coach at Nichols. I'm on a plane. I'm on a flight here um, doing a recruiting trip. I came here. I fell in love with the people, the culture. The, the coach was great. It was a good match for me. So right there, I signed and got a full ride to Nichols. And, you know, I, I just never left. Um, right after I was done playing ball here, I continued, you know, coaching volleyball in, in the in the club scene. First, my very first club um, coaching job was, was with the Bayou Bandits on the Chip Diddy. And I was with him for a while. And then I was with uh, Motivate, uh, Latasha Wise. And then we had Extreme here with Ashley Becknell. But anyway, so I signed. And then next thing you know, I'm here playing for Nickel State on a full ride. So it was it was such a blessing in disguise. Um, I fell in love with, with like, like I said, the, the culture here. And I need, and I wanted something different from California. Hawaii is very family-oriented, very culture-oriented, and just like Louisiana is the same way. So I felt welcomed here. And, I mean, my experience here has been wonderful. And playing at Nichols has really set the platform for me in the volleyball world to have all kinds of different opportunities to coach um, these athletes around here and continue my career now at, you know, at Tivita Region. I never would have thought I've been in this position. I never would have thought I would have been a director of a, uh, you know, a club organization for travel volleyball. I just always been a coach and I worked in the oil field for, for almost 20 years, but now I get to do my dream job and just focus on volleyball and focus on the athletes and, you know, do everything all the way around, like not just volleyball, but, you know, teach some good values on and off the court. Um, and like, 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 we, like I, t- I mentioned earlier, the sports performance aspect, the nutrition aspect of the game, you know, it's it really has been a dream here. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know how I got here, but it really is a blessing. Excellent. And we're going to get to more specifics in a moment. The last thing I want to ask you about with your playing days, you know, uh-huh. I, I see the energy and passion as a coach, right? I see it all the time in practice. I see it in games. Right. What were you like as a player? Was it that energy and passion? Because we've talked a little bit and uh-huh. you still hold records at Nichols. Like, tell me, like, yeah. what what position you played? I know, but tell me, tell us what position you played, what you were like as a player, and um, you know, kind of some of the stats or some of the the, the records that you still hold at Nichols. So, um, I was very passionate as a player, passionate, very competitive. Right? I'm very Ooh, very competitive. Yes. I get that from my dad. Um, it was <laughs> sometimes it got out of hand. You know, I just had this desire to always to win, you know, to win or, or to play my best and have my push my teammates to play their best. Um, there were times when I would get caught into the, into my coach's office and, you know, they would have to sit me down and be like, you know, Kui, we understand your passion for the game. You, you know, you love to compete and your competitiveness. But sometimes it was at such a high level that they would have to bring me back a little bit. But I mean, I, I just couldn't do it. I just, I don't know what it is. It's just, I, I'm so competitive and I'm so um, passionate about just, you know, pushing your, yourself to the limit and pushing my teammates to the limit. And a lot of that beca- uh, is because I am a smaller outside hitter. I'm pretty undersized. I'm a 5'7 outside hitter, you know, trying to compete at, at a D1 level against these big six foot girls and whatnot. So I feel like I have to work extra hard and put in extra effort. So you know, every, it's like every time I stepped on the court, I was like out for war. I was out to get everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I was able with my career at Nichols, I do hold the um the record in kills for in, in a single season. I was newcomer of the year, I was Southland Conference um MVP. Um I was able to I was 
as a five, seven outside hitter, I was ranked number 16 in the nation while I was there, you know, so I've had a great career there. I was able to, like I said, excel there. Um, yeah. Hold all these records there. And, and I also ended up being Nickel State's female athlete of the year. So, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, that's yeah, excellent. A great career there. And, you know, and that's the thing I like to stress about to these young kids. I mean, it doesn't matter what size you are, you know, if you have the desire and you put in the work ethics and, you know, cause I, I did, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I did have to work more. I had to do more on the side just to uh, compete with those bigger, taller, some, you know, sometimes stronger girls, you know, as a five, seven starting outside hitter, it can be a little intimidating, but not me. I, I you know, I always went out there and did my best and, Yeah, I love it. The competitiveness and the passion and fire. I love all. (laughs) So, so look, so look, now you take that, you talked about some of the other clubs you worked at. Now you're at Rise. You're a club Mm -hmm. director. You've taken that passion as a player and the experience of coaching different clubs. Now you've molded it into this unbelievable club that you have. And for those people who aren't familiar with the Wellness Center, which is where you're you're bringing, you're talking to us right now, and where Rise plays and practices, it's the whole package. The Wellness Center is, you know, a majestic, what, 72,000 square foot facility yes. um, with, you know, workout and gyms and pools and just unbelievable stuff. So, but my, my point is your mm-hmm. club is kind of like the whole package, right? And you've alluded to it a couple of times about the, um, strength and conditioning yes. that you have your players yeah. go through the nutrition, the, you know, the, the well, all of that. Tell us the whole package and why Rise Club is is so special at Thibodeau Regional. So um, it's not just coming here and practicing and playing volleyball. Um, when I first got, so this is our second year. This is our, yep. our second year of Rise. When Greg Stock first brought me on, you know, I thought about all the things that he could provide for me or like I could ask for to help get these kids to the next level. You know, I almost wanted to mimic um, our program as if it was like a college prep program, like mimic um, what we did in college, the training we did in college, the even the classroom work for um, mental health and mental toughness, mental toughness courses, um, agility training and the whole nutrition part. That's kind of the standard that I wanted to set here. And I kind of wanted to mimic a college atmosphere here for the, for the athletes. So I went to Greg Stock and I asked him, I said, is there any way we could incorporate strength and conditioning, um, agility training, whatnot? So it's funny because, um, he had a empty metal building in like in the wellness center next to ortho LA. It was kind of the, the fitness center of the hospital is kind of using it as a um, storage. So he's like, so one day he comes in here, he pulls me off the court. He said, Queen, let me show you something. So he takes me um, to the, to that. Oh, he gets the key, opens this long, empty, like shell room, not painted dust everywhere. It's like concrete floors, whatever. And he's like, do you think you could use something like this? <laughs> and I like about fell out. I said, absolutely. So from the ground up, we just uh, myself and some of the athletic trainers here just renovated that whole shell room, you know, put rubber floors, put in a rig for the girls, put in um, a treatment, like a trainer, a treatment center in, in the corner, you know, and just TVs. We have iPads that, yes. that we team builder to do our, um, to, so the girls can uh, punch in their data and their workouts, you know, I mean, it's, it's a whole, it's everything. It's, it's unbelievable. Like what we were able to do in that room, but we have, um, you know, medicine balls, uh, stability balls we have free weights dumbbells barbells uh plates <laughs> yeah it's it's a, like the things that we have purchased and brought into there is just it is it is the full package and we also have a bar in there to that we have our uh sports dietitian come in and counsel our kids once a week on the importance of nutrition while you're um you know at tournaments at practice and just through life you know at the end of the day you do want to set the foundation and educate these players and parents and who and families on um, wellness for the rest of their lives, you know, and that, you know, that's something that's big with me too, not just doing it here, but something that they can leave rise with and, um, you know, have that education in their lives, have set those standards in their lives of, you know, well-being and the importance of taking care of yourself and, you know, eating right and staying active, you know, 
for the rest of your life. And I mean, that was a big thing for me. I mean, that was instilled in me as a child. I mean, my parents still work out. We all, I still work out. My brother, my sister, we all still work out. That's something that we will always do for the rest of our lives. And that's something like I really, really wanted to share with um, our athletes here too. And, you know, and, and their families, but yeah, like, like like it's, it really is a total package here. It is. And now we get to train in the sand as well. That's just another tool we get to add to the, um, to our program is having those 12 sand courts and, you know, in the back. So, and, and making that circle complete are the unbelievable star studded coaching staffs that you've developed. And along with yourself, you know, with all the accolades that you had as a player and now as a coach, how about having Sandy Fusell in the building? Right. Uh, a Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame, right. Hall of Famer going in. There's Coach Sandy in the upper yeah, left with goes. one of her teams, and they've won yeah. some tournaments. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how instrumental Coach Sandy Fusell is with um, with Thibodeau Regional and, and, and the RISE program. She has been wonderful. Um, you know, when I got here, I was working hand-in-hand with her, but for me – and coming in, you know, to a Hall of Fame coach, I she was my mentor. I looked to her for a lot of help and advice and guidance, and she gave me all those things. She's She's been so helpful and so instrumental to not just me in my personal life and, and in my job here, but, oh, my goodness, like to have Sandy Fusell, a, a Hall of Famer, working with our kids, and she works with, like, five, four, five-year-olds, six, eight-year-olds, all the way to our 18-year-olds. So she does it all. She she does yes. it all. She's so knowledgeable. You know, she's been with, she's coached some of the best athletes in, in Louisiana, in, in our area. And she yep. has so much knowledge of the game. Um, and um, she's a hard, hard worker. I can go to her for anything and everything. And she's going to be there for me. And, 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 you know, I hope I can always be there for her as well with whatever she needs. But she um, she's amazing. And she's helped me get to know a lot of the people in this area, you know, or from her area and bring those, recruit those kids in, kids that, that I haven't worked with or haven't met. So I've been me- being able to meet so much more people in the volleyball community because of her and who she is and and, and her name and, and all of her accomplishments as well. No question. And, and yeah. I love her. I, she's just, oh, just yeah. awesome. Just awesome. And yeah. you know, there's so many LSU baseball fans are having such a great year. Uh, former LSU baseball player, um, Cam Sanders is trying Correct. to make it on the Chicago Cubs right. this year. His, his dad, Scott Sanders is a former awesome big league pitcher. And then right. they have another Sanders who's a coach for you was an incredible yeah. setter as a player. And now Jaden Sanders has his own team. Tell yeah. me a little bit about Jaden and, and, and how important he is to your program. So I've been knowing Jaden since he was a little boy. When he was playing volleyball, I, I remember watching him walk under the net. That's how young, you know, <laughs> yeah, I've been knowing him. So actually, Catherine Stock, Greg Stock's uh, youngest daughter, was his club coach. Okay. So, yeah, so I've been knowing Jaden since he was a little boy. But anyway, so I know, I know he played volleyball and baseball and whatnot. However, when I started coaching Extreme, when we had Extreme that was based um, out of Thibodeau, Jaden was at Nickel State helping with the, uh, and he still is helping with the women's team there, indoor and outdoor. And we've just always been around each other. We had grew a friendship. A friendship. I know his mom. I know his dad. And you know, I felt like he he um, showed interest in coming on board with me and um and the program and i said yeah why not i mean he's at austin juniors i mean you know it's it's weird because all the local boy athletes around volleyball they've all come to me they've all come yeah. to me like Kobe, <laughs> landon yeah it's crazy so so Jaden came on board and he was my assistant coach for maybe uh, maybe three or four years now and he brings so much knowledge to the game just with working at Nichols, indoor, outdoor, um, being a part of Austin Juniors, you know, having to fly out there for practices and, you know, all over the nation for games and just being a part of the 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 sport of volleyball from such a young age and being coached by. I mean, he's been coached by some of the best as well. Yeah, so, no doubt. No and doubt. He did a wonderful job for me as an assistant. And I felt like, OK, this is time for you to spread your wings, Jaden. You're going to become a head coach. Are you ready for this? And he was on board 100%. And he's doing a fabulous job. I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of, you know, the accomplishments he has so far with his 15-year-old team. You know, they've always placed in every single tournament. And, you know, he's really stepped up to the plate and been a tremendous coach for them. So the parents love him. The girls love him. So I'm so so fortunate to have Jaden as part of our program. 
Now, uh, I echo that as well. And I know Emma is a fan of his his setting as well. Okay, so let's talk about your teams, right? You're coaching. Not only are you the club director, but you have a couple of teams, too. Your 17s, 18s just went to Foley. You brought a couple girls up. They played a huge part. And all of a sudden, boom, you guys win it all. You 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 take first place and win in Foley. Tell me a little bit about that win and that that tournament. So we have um, we had a couple injuries and we have some multi-sport athletes, so they couldn't come this Saturday. However, I was able to pull up um, Olivia Bason, which is the libero on my 16th team, and Emma Doman, which plays right side, middle, outside, wherever I need her. So I pulled those two girls up. We um, had a great day on Saturday and then going into Sunday in the championship match. The competition was was decent. Yeah, there we are. We're decent. Um it was a bit challenging, but when we got to the final match, the um, the championship match, these girls really stepped up. They So if you notice, I don't know if any, anyone noticed, but a lot of these girls are all from different schools. This is the first time I've coached them. These This group of girls on, on a team, um, they're all Terrebonne, Assumption, Edie White, uh, Central, with- Central LaFouche, uh, Berwick, I mean, Central Catholic, I've never had such random group of girls come together and mesh and play as a team and perform so well in a short amount of time. Um, But yeah, so we went in there, we I gave instructions, they did their job, and we were able to take that championship win on our second tournament of the season. Yeah. Yep. Congratulations on that. Let's talk about, let's talk about your 16s. And I know you, um, you've come in second a couple different times, uh, Uh tournaments in in both Jackson and Birmingham, uh, a a team with a lot of talent, but um, we've got some video. I want you to just kind of break down this team and, and um, you know, what you see here. So this is Olivia based on our libero. She's going to be a junior at Edie White and there's, Emma Ritchie, our fabulous setter that came to join us this year. Um, in the middle, we pulled up Addison Grassoffi. She's actually a year younger, but I pulled her up to play in our 16s. That's Shay Sanders, a lefty from Vanderbilt. There we go, Emma with the dump. Um, that's Emma Doman, who we pulled up this past weekend with the 18s team. Neil Grace Barry, another lefty we have from Vanderbilt. She's doing a fabulous job on our right side. Addison, a middle, young middle. Um, and we have Ava Penison, who's from Assumption, and Liddy Thibodeau from Edie White, Kinley again from Vanderbilt. So we have, pro- I feel, I mean, I don't know if everyone else feels that, but I feel like I have some of the best athletes in the region. And bringing Emma on as our setter has just in- up our, our game, enhanced the level of players that, I mean, that we have. Um, so we've always made it the pat- to the championship match. We haven't been able to close out, but that's the things that we have been working hard to do in the closeout. And the the big the biggest thing for me this year, and the focus was to get us in a lot more competitive tournaments as opposed to last year was my first year with this group of girls when they were 15. Um, I felt like some of the tournaments that we entered did not prepare us for the higher level, but I made sure this year I got us into some of the more competitive tournaments um, yeah, we are placing, and yeah, it'd be nice to uh, win the entire thing, the entire tournament. However, they are competing hard. They are competing at a higher level, and I, and I do see them every time they step on the court. They are improving. We're not going backwards. We're going forward, and we are playing at a higher level, which is what you know, which is the main goal here for me, win or lose. That they are improving. They're playing with with the best in the nation. That's you know, that's the biggest thing for me with with this team. Um, and I, I, I told the girls, you know, you've got to seize, you got to seize this moment. Look around, you look at your teammates. You know, what I mean, this, this, this doesn't come around often to have, you know, these athletes in come in a small town get together and to make this. I don't want to say elite team. I, I kind of hate that word elite, but to make to come together and have this competitive team in our area and go out and represent Timbido, you know, all. Uh, across the nation in these bigger tournaments, in these higher level tournaments. No doubt. And speaking of which, you're going this weekend to Houston, the cross court, right. Nike cross court. Yeah. You've got, you've got uh, Baton Rouge block party coming up, another tournament in Foley coming up. You've got Dallas, of course, Correct. the Lone Star. You've got AAU Nationals in Orlando. That's an awesome schedule for these players. 
Yeah, it's an awesome schedule. Um, so cross court this weekend, this is going to probably be our first tournament entering into the open division. Yes. So this is really going to set the tone on, you know, where we where we stand in, in the nation. And I, and I feel like our girls are going to step up to the plate. They're going to perform well. They're going to represent themselves well. They're going to represent rise. You know, they play with a lot of heart. They go down swinging if we were to go down. Um they give their best effort. I mean, they come in here and they go to battle three times a week on, on the court with me. You know, I don't cut them no slack. I don't care how good they are, how tall they are. You know, there's always room for improvement. And, and I feel like they are, they improve every time they're here, you know, and they work hard in our sports performance facility. They really are mindful of their nutrition. Um, so I feel like as long as I'm doing my best to prepare them as much as possible as, and they give me their best on the court, you know, that's all I can ask for. But I do feel like we will, you know, be able to, to compete with, with the best in, in the nation this weekend, um, in Orlando for nationals, you know, I did enter us into a higher division, of course, to yeah, compete at a higher level. A lot of these girls want to go to the next level and play college ball. So I find it's important that they do play with the best you know, to be the best and um, to have to open windows for them, to get exposure for them, to be able to have the opportunities I had to go play, you know, college ball. So, and that's, you know, that's what I want to provide for them. So I do feel like it is important that we enter into these bigger tournaments and um, play at a higher level to just, to just get them better and to get them ready for the next level. And the, I know I did my job to prepare them for the next level. I agree, and uh, I'm I'm right with you with with the schedule. So, uh, on our way out, Kui, I want you to yeah. tell us a little bit about your beach program because phase two of that wellness center included just gorgeous sand courts. Yeah, I mean, ninety five percent of the colleges in the country would love that to be their home court. So, tell us about the beach program at Thibodeau Regional Rise, and um, you know you. You got you're signing up players for leagues and teams. What do you got going well, on? Oh yeah, so it's um we just had the grand opening probably a year ago. Um, this is going to be our first year to start a rise beach division. Um, you know, again, we're going to provide coaches. We have twelve courts out there. Um, doubles. We're going to you know, enter all over up and down the Gulf Coast tournaments in Louisiana, practice twice a week for two hours, whatnot. Um, just get the girls into the beach scene, get the sport promoted, push beach in the area. I strongly believe that when you train in the sand, when I was in California in the springtime, we trained in the sand only, only. And it's, when it was time to go indoor, I mean, we were moving faster. We were jumping higher. Our uh, skills were a lot more polished um, for, you know, for our, our volleyball skills, our deception of the ball, reception, whatever. It, it was unbelievable indoor because of the training we did outdoor. Yep. So I want to bring that to the table, bring that education here. Um, and, you know, and beach also opens up. It's just another option. It's another window of opportunity for if, if some of these athletes don't want to play indoor, they can go to college playing outdoor. That is a growing sport. It's big. Nickel State has an outdoor team. LSU is doing wonderful. I mean, Lila Bordis out of Assumption Parish, she's at Georgia State right now playing beach. Hannah Brister out of um, Assumption is playing beach for LSU. You know what I mean? So, and everyone in Hawaii plays beach, obviously, and in California. And I mean, and you see the level that they play, and you see their skill level and just their athleticism on top of the beach training. It's just, it's out of this world to me. And I feel that it is so important is the importance of having the girls out there moving and training and um, playing beach volleyball is just going to up their indoor game. And it's also, it's a wonderful experience. It's so fun. It's, you know, and I, I do want to help grow the sport out here. That's what I've been around since a child, you know, growing up playing beach, um, and I just want to share that with the girls here. So, yeah, so we are starting a rise division, a beach rise division, I'm sorry. And, it, you know, we're going to travel, like I said, along the coast, around Louisiana, get the girls out there competing, just do our best, and then just, just see where we go from there. It's going to be our first year with that. Um, so I'm hoping for the best. I'm very confident that we'll have some great athletes that's going to play in our rise beach division. And we're going to definitely – have tournaments out there, utilize that beautiful court, courts, and, you know, try to bring 
the community in, not just around here, but all over the state, you know, have people come, come and check it out, come and play here, um, yep. come and be part of our program here. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited about it. And we have it Jason. Is- Jaden's going to be on board helping us. Good. It's going to be awesome. I look forward to it. You know, it's awesome. The court itself is just awesome. Yeah. I I guess on the way out, I guess, what is the ultimate endorsement I could give you as a coach? What is the ultimate endorsement? How about having my daughter play for you? (laughs) And all I can say is thanks for what you've done for Emma. And we enjoy you as our head coach. And uh, it's been a fun ride, and we look forward to the rest of the season. Cooey Fletcher, thank you so much for being a part of our Digging It podcast. Best of luck. Obviously, I'm rooting for you big time. <laughs> thank and, you. Uh, thank and, you. And, and we'll see you at practice later today. Yeah, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You take thank care. You. Thanks so much. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> take care. Time for us to take another commercial break here on Digging It. We'll be back to tell you what's coming up and uh, and, and to say say our uh, condolences and, and uh, send our prayers out to the uh, Ascension Episcopal program. We'll do that right after this timeout. Hi, I'm Chris Hogan with Farm Bureau. Real service, real people. Hi, I'm Andreas Hackman with Farm Bureau. I'd like to wish all the athletes in the River Parishes a safe 2022 season. Hi, I'm Robert Palmasano with Farm Bureau. We've been protecting families for over 75 years in the River Parishes. Your friends for life. Hi, I'm Aramie Malonson with Farm Bureau, Louisiana's insurance company for home, auto, and life. I'm Will Sermon with St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. We provide outstanding customer service. Our amazing staff and in-house claims adjusters assure that you'll be taken care of in your time of need. Real service, real people. Proudly serving Louisiana families for over 70 years. The Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads, too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport. The Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. As we close up this episode of Digging It, we tell you what's coming up live streaming on VSN. And we are super pumped to have Sharon Versa, the all-time winningest basketball coach at Purdue, a former Miss Basketball in Indiana herself as a player. Well, Coach Sharon is going to host a new podcast that's coming up. It's going to be Women's March Madness with Sharon Versa. She recently was hired on as the of, I guess, inaugural head coach at the University of South Carolina, Buford. But Coach Sharon, her first show, Breaking Down the Brackets of March Madness on the women's side, begin this coming Tuesday. We're super excited about that. Again, as we said on the onset, we send our prayers, condolences, our thoughts uh, to the Ascension Episcopal community and uh, the family of Celie LeBlanc Olm, who passed away. Uh, this week after a courageous battle with cancer. Um, Coach Seeley uh, talked to several people uh, this week about her and how many people she touched. Her funeral was this, uh, actually yesterday at the recording of this show. It was Wednesday of this week. Um, ben Cazetta from Cajun Elite and um, told me that the, the line was an hour and a half on Tuesday night uh, for the viewing. And, um, on Wednesday, the funeral, he said you would just not believe how many lives that she touched. She did it the right way. Um, off of the Ascension Episcopal Facebook page, um, Coach Ohm wrote these words when the school did a fundraiser for her and her family. This is uh, the words from Celie LeBlanc Ohm. She said, don't just go through the motions of the day. Live each day with grace and appreciation for yourself and those around you, and enjoy it. We certainly enjoyed our time with Coach Seely. We interviewed her at the Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center at the beginning of the high school season at the Hall of Fame game. Her team battled Danny Davis and North Shore. We closed the show with a a post-match interview from from that day um, from Coach Seely. And again, our thoughts and prayers uh, are with her family and the school. 
Good night, everyone, and thanks for watching the show. Just talk a little bit about this season, what you're hopeful for, what you've seen on the floor that you like from this year's team. So this year's team's young. We're, uh, we graduated quite a few seniors last year. Uh, so we have a total different dynamic, kids playing different positions, but they've been working hard all summer. Today wasn't the best test for us. We are uh, battling a couple major injuries of some starters. Uh, it's really put us into a pickle today, and we had to battle it out a little bit. Uh, and as you saw, we had another kid go down with a tough injury. Um, but we just, we're, we're working hard and trying to understand these new positions that we're playing, and they're, they're giving it everything they have. So it's a slow progress. Um, we're we're, we're going to be ready for the season when it starts next week. Have you been happy with the way those young players have kind of stepped into those new roles, and how have they developed so far in this preseason? Yeah, so I am happy with, um, I mean, always, always think that we can do more and, and be better. Uh, but they're really relentless, and they're giving it everything they have. They have courage to, to kind of step it up and take on these new roles. Um, but we're not there yet. We'll be there soon.